0: Welcome to Damage Boost, I'm your host Brock Holiday, and today we're talking Fallout 4, so let's jump into it. I'm super excited. It's been, God, it's been almost 40 episodes, I think, since you've last been on. 30, maybe. Is that right? It's been a while. I think it was when I was in the 20s still, and we're this will be in the 70s, so it's been a little bit. Uh, but he's my Fallout Man, Fallout Man, excuse me, uh, Kevin Hartwig from a uh, friend of Super GG Radio.
1: Yeah, yeah, friend, friend of Super GG Radio. I'm friendly <laughs> with Super GG Radio. Depends on the day.
0: I've been and trying you, to slowly poach you from them, but I don't know if they're going to let it happen.
1: Listen, they if they're if the game the game they're playing right now is acting like they don't give a shit about me, so <laughs> it's it's making me feel like uh, like they're, they're, vying for a parents' attention. So that's I'm feeling that. And as for it being 40 episodes since the last time we talked about Fallout together, um, Fallout is just that sweater uh, in your bottom drawer that uh, you hoped after you purchased it like and washed it a few times it would get a little bit less stiff, um, and it just never did. Um, <laughs> but it's still comfortable, and it fits you even when you're at your fattest. Um, that's so, so, I'm glad to be wearing that sweater with Fallout 4 right now.
0: I am too, and in preparation for this, and we were both excited about it. We disagreed on New Vegas, which is the last one we did and we decided not to do 76 although canonically i think it's the next it's between vegas and 4 from, I think
1: from from a chronological perspective fallout 76 happens first
0: oh does it you oh yeah yeah because wow. it
1: happens right after the bombs well 10 years um it's uh, it had so much potential, but this is not the Fallout seventy six episode. No,
0: we will do. This one is of the those. fun episode. <laughs> okay, this
1: is the this is the this is the one where we talk about how Fallout four is a fantastic video
0: game. Yes, and we've had this discussion on the last episode we did, but don't talk about this game on social media because all you hear is, "Well, New Vegas, this New Vegas is better." Fuck off with that shit, people. We're allowed to like Fallout Four. It doesn't. They don't have to be compared. They're different games, you know. Yeah, you don't have and, to. They, and they're different.
1: And, and and where where Fallout New Vegas throws a lot of quantity at you, um, Fallout Four makes you sort of. Oh boy, that's a big difference for me in my experience playing this game uh, Fallout Four compared to New Vegas was. New Vegas is the kind of game where you you get it and you get in there and you get started and you play for a while and you're like fuck this is awesome. It would be cool to play like blank and then you start a new playthrough right there. Yep. And you're like fuck this is also still awesome like like so I I can't tell you how many times I've started uh, and and made new um New Vegas characters like in the time that I played that game whereas with fallout four and I think this is partly a level cap issue because that's a big the big character development change I think in this right um was there's no level cap for your character in fallout four so uh, and enemies continue with unique varieties up through like level one hundred and ten in this game right so there's Enemy variants that you will not hit unless you're at least level like ninety five or
0: hundred, which I I had fun with. I yeah. thought it was good. I oh, was yeah. And kind of let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Actually, yes. I I want to. something that struck me um, that I honestly hadn't experienced until this time. I had always skipped the opening cinematic with the uh, him practicing in the speech, uh, and it's not Ron Perlman this time for the first time ever, right? Uh, who does the war 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 never changes because um, he had done it every time up until this point brave right. uh, which yeah bummer but you know it made sense for the game the, for the, the guy who does the voice acting for your character in this uh, the speech and the live action cinematics they do it's breathtaking it's yeah. insanely well done I hadn't actually taken the time to watch it but that setting the tone right there fucking unbelievable mm-hmm. like the tone is set just fucking right. Like, from moment one, it is, it's a Fallout game, but you're feeling more than just, like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be fun and, like, all the crazy shit. Yeah. You're, like, okay, I'm feeling, like, and a, for me, it was almost, like, I'm feeling the heartbreak for what this person's about to lose, like, and, oh, yeah. like, he, that he knew he was about to lose, because he had, he had to, unfortunately, had to fight, and he had to, and he thought he was done, you know, he thought this was over. Yeah.
1: Or it's, she? I guess I shouldn't be. Well, and and the I think the can the canon background is that he is a like an ex military,
0: ex army, ex
1: army, yep. and she is like an ex or, or currently like a lawyer. Yeah. Um. And so that goes into the, um. Yeah. That that's yeah. I believe that's what it is. But yeah, it's. It, it pulls you through into it, um, like, right away. And the one thing that they really bring to the table first, and this was the biggest, um, one of the biggest selling points for the game to me, and I remember hearing about it leading up to the release, was that finally, because there were trailers out, finally, like, they didn't, like, pick a color palette
0: Yes. That was oh, limited.
1: God. So, like, you know, like, we all know, like, Fallout 3, everything is sort of green. And, like, it's great. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love it. And Fallout New Vegas, everything is a, more, like, a orangey, like, like, brown. It's brown. It's Tingy, because it's New all... Vegas is an ugly game. It's, it is. It's really ugly. It It is. It's not, and, and. Fallout 4 is, they brought the color palette into, like, modern times, I felt like, yeah. and really just went for it, and I think it completely, it, it made it spectacular.
0: It really, really did. And I think that the Cole actually having a color palette thing worked, especially for the Before the Bombs Fall uh, sequence.
1: Yes, that's, that's, it. it makes it... And and I appreciate that it didn't, like, change after that sequence, although that might have been a cool creative choice. Yeah. But it really does make that whole sequence with the character creation and just walking around your house, talking to Cosworth and uh, doing the interview uh, at the door or not, um, it makes it so vibrant. Yes. Uh, and that f- new feeling of vibrance at the, at the beginning of that game, like really like puts you in like uh oh pre-war like what a time
0: yeah it, it very much like what we were told the 50s looked like through greece and uh it was american graffiti i think it was set in the 50s right yeah. um and movies like that it, it kind of gave you that feeling of like look how great the 50s were even though they were you know, pretty dark and just people beating the shit out of their wives. And oh yeah, and behind.
1: and well, and that sort of like wow, what do they call it? Retro futuristic uh, aesthetic of Fallout has ho- always been there, but I really feel like they they use that pre-war sequence in Fallout Four to like maximum effect. Yes, um, uh, and and I really appreciate that, and it is. It is spectacular, and I've heard um, Todd Howard and Pete Hines talk about how um, in the Fallout games, a big priority is that first moment, you know, where like you step out, mm-hmm. um, like in Fallout Three when you finally finish all the intro sequence, like and you, like you step out um, from from the the vault. It's it is like a big like wow, reveal sitch, um, and uh, Fallout Four um, does it better than all of them. Yep. Uh, the way that you narrowly escape the bomb hitting you entering the vault.
0: That that scene where you're going you gett because this one this vault you get lowered into. Yeah. And as you're getting lowered with the the handful of people that made it and the the vault tech. Personnel. That's their first, like, sign for. If you never played a vault game before, uh, the vault, vaults, of Vault Tech, they basically were to do experiments and fucked up shit f- to people for the most part. And um, your first sense of Vault Tech being shitty is the guy who got basically got you in the vault, uh, vault and the Vault-Tec employee is denied entry at yeah. when you're trying to get in. Even though he's a Vault-Tec employee who did all this work for them, he still no fuck off because he's not probably right for the experiments they're going to do. Uh, and they had mentioned like, oh, when you get down there, oh, we got one, or or yeah, he says something, but we, we'll get there. And you get onto the platform, the, the sirens are going off that fuck it that make my heart sink. Like, yeah, like yeah. that sounds the shit out of me because of the world we live in, we're just fucking one stone's throw away from that happening to us, you know? and you're getting lowered and the bombs start to go off and you see the mushroom cloud and, like, the yep. the, uh, the impact of the explosion coming at you like, washing over When as you're getting lowered down. That was unbelievable. Like, you, again, we talked about setting a tone with the speech and the movie and with the, the futuristic 50s aesthetic and really just, like, giving you that and just fucking blowing it all up. That was so fucking powerful. Like, that, like textbook just way to start a story they nailed it they nailed
1: it and and i appreciate it because um i even even because you mentioned like if you don't if you don't if you've never played the fallout games the vaults are pretty all pretty treacherous and your luckiest situation is that you're in a control vault where they're not doing anything right um but even as somebody who has played them that sequence is enough like oh my god this feels safe down here given what we just went through <laughs> yes like and i would trust anything that these people told me to do um and like there's people crying there and like okay whew, the bombs fell we have our baby like okay my um, my wife is here I'm like all right uh, um yeah, what do you need? We'll go anywhere. What's happening? Yeah. And then it's like three, two, what? And, and then you're frozen, and it's like, like oh, f- oh no! Like th- so, even knowing that there was something
0: nefarious that was going to be happening, um, they lie about that part too. They said just get in there for a quick like something, and yeah. like they didn't and, tell you'd be frozen. And, and they, it's a
1: great—they have a great bait line, which I love every time I play the game, um, where the automated voice is like. um... Like a bunch of sounds happen and then the the voice is like, um, procedure complete. And you're like, oh, okay, that was quick. And then it's like in three, oh. two, one and then you that's when it all starts to freeze and you're like, Oh boy.
0: And then man, this game oh, man, is this fucking is so great. Good. This so is a
1: good. fucking great video when game. When
0: we're done with this, I'm gonna keep playing on my Yeah. <laughs> on my well new and one. I'll
1: tell you, I um Oh boy, I, I don't know. Time is weird right now, you understand. Right. Um, but a couple weeks ago, I had started a new Fallout 4 playthrough because I was like, I should I should have an idea. Like, um, you know, just thinking ahead. Right. And I just wanted to get back in there because I loved it. Um, and boy, it is great. I played it on survival again, or I started it on survival, and then when I went to go play it yesterday, my saves are gone. I don't know what happened, um, <laughs> but that's just the, the you know that's the way it is right now.
0: Right, yeah, it's it's twenty twenty in a nutshell. Really, we
1: will. I do want to be sure, and we could talk about it right now, even baby. Um, survival mode in this game. I'm not sure if you played it at all.
0: I've dabbled. Okay. I've dabbled. Um, unfortunately, with like fall it does take up a lot of time and Hell having yeah. kids uh like i love to, would give you more survival mode uh but it just unfortunately it when i, I for this i want to especially like play as much as i could before um we ended oh, up totally. recording just totally. to kind of get refreshed but no i love the, like the idea of it and i what i have tried it i i think it you know, it's, it, ma- it adds a whole new element to make the game really fresh.
1: Yeah, that, that was exactly my experience, was my first playthrough through the game. It was just on, like, very hard or whatever, um, on regular, like, not survival mode. And my first character probably was, like, for 400 hours or something like that, where I just did, like, fucking everything. Um, and this was probably still before the... Um, Uh, the DLCs came out. And so then, um, when I started my second character, I was like, well, this survival mode is really, really intriguing to me. Uh, I didn't really do much like settlement building in my first playthrough. I did do some stuff, but like there's so much in the game that you can easily like, be like, well, I'm gonna go, I'd rather focus on, you know, (laughs) Like, uh, uh, activities A through F, rather than, you know, this 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 one right now. Um, But, in my second playthrough, on survival mode, it was a totally new video game. I found myself engaging mechanics that I never engaged before. I, I, interestingly, sort of like the game... The way the game shook out in the first, like, five or ten levels, like, guided my character. Rather than me building my character, like, and, like, playing that character, the game, just, like, the shakes that I got, or, like, the loot that I picked up, guided the way that I played the game. And then, specifically, like, uh, I remember... Uh... I like really early, I probably like level four or five, I found like a freezing, like a legendary combat knife. It was a switchblade, I'm sorry. Oh boy. This fucking yeah. weapon. Best legendary weapon I ever found. Switchblade with freezing um chance. And because the switchblade is so few AP to use, um, you can you get a ton of chances to freeze. You're right. Okay, so, like, that, because I found that, I was like, well, I'm gonna go full stealth melee then. And it meant that, like, I had fights where the engagement was, like, me, like, the Deathclaw, perfect example. The Deathclaw in, um, I'm sure you just played through this, uh, uh, when you find Preston and his (laughs) whole crew.
0: The the and, Raiders and the Death Claw is yeah. the first thing you encounter.
1: Um so that whole sequence where the Deathclaw yeah. comes up at the beginning and you've got a mini gun and the power armor. <coughs> My combat in that was like was like getting in there and vats, stabbing it until it froze. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and stabbing it a bunch of times while it was frozen, and just like stacking the freeze. Like I, I like I was able to chain it. And it was like effective on the high difficulty and um when you combine that with oh my god,
0: there's so much to talk about this game. Yeah, it's like, I like I'm getting kinda I kinda wanna start over now. Like the idea of the game shaping it rather than me just fucking off and do whatever I want, that that just sounds so intriguing and I just I want to I want to do that again. Yeah. It it's the most Besides,
1: and I would even consider it a bigger distinction than, like, when I played GTA 5 on console versus, like, when I played the updated version, like, in first person. Right. Like, when that came out, being, like, a totally new game, this was even more so that. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it is not; it is unforgiving. Um, and it can be really challenging because if you get, like, sick with, like, diseases... And you don't know how to make antibiotics or you can't... Like, there were times where I was, like, n- near death just trying to, like, make it to a doctor. Um, and those kinds of, like, highly urgent, like, situations um, put stakes on it that were, like, um, that made it really different. And also, like, I, I don't know how easy or hard that, those early levels would have been had I not found that weapon. <laughs>
0: Right, that sounds like a. That's another thing I I like and I also fear about uh, survival modes like that is, the, I'm not great at games. There's some games I'm better at than others, but like Vol- Fallout's combat is, it's weird. It's kind of real time strategy in a way because of you know, Vats and everything, but right. it's also very much first person shootery at the same time. So it's a it's a. It's a pretty unique and fun balance, but like you said, if you, uh, like, I have been thinking today when I was playing, I did the, where you fixed the uh, pipes and that, for that guy. Oh, yeah. And Mario pop out, and when I was playing, and I didn't, all I had was a pipe pistol Ugh. and uh, brass Ran knuckles, away. and yeah, and I didn't, my kids were like, well, kill him, I'm like, well, I can't, can't be a chum for of my kids, and, you know, got my ass handed to me, and. I <laughs> can't be a so bitch much time. In of kids, yo, no, right. that's <laughs> right, right, yeah. I can't. <laughs> and I can't imagine just imagining doing that survival, where you, you become, in a weird way, it makes you a little more realistic how you would react if you were actually in exactly. this world. That's like, that, yeah. yeah, you can't be the white knight like you you want to be because you're playing a video game you just save everybody and do all the tasks you want. You have to be like, no, I'm not going to do this. Like, go yep. fuck yourself. Or, like, if I'm going to do this incredibly dangerous thing, you better fucking pay me in either caps or give me a good-ass weapon to defend myself oh, out yeah. here.
1: Yeah, that, that, it, oh my goodness. And then, and then I remember in my second playthrough that, the, the, I'll tell you, if you do play a survival one, get yourself Charisma 6, at least, when you build your character.
0: Oh, I'm always high Charisma in any uh, game like um, that. I love, like, Charisma builds.
1: Um, I will, I will, uh, oh boy. Whew. I don't want to theory craft too much here on this podcast <laughs> about fall 4 because that's a road that is never-ending and therefore, like, not a good idea here. But I would say Charisma 6 um, because it'll give you Local Leader, which you can get Local Leader 1 and 2. And what that will do is um, it will let you share scrap between settlements. Which is so convenient. Which is really convenient. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, as long as you have a... a well, and it'll let you set up... Uh, like uh, supply lines, um, that that was such an amazing part of this game, and I think a thing that's overlooked um, pretty often, just because like Bethesda, it has become just basically it's all memes now. Yep. Um, and people either like the games or they don't like the games, but but nobody's really. I don't know. I don't know. I don't hear t- people talking about how. Um, settlement building and like linking them through supply lines, and then like it. I really felt like a caravanner.
0: Yeah, you're okay? really building something. And like I
1: built, I built shops, and I built like like, and I hired people to work at them, and like I found like like special unique vendors that you can only hire if you have a certain level. Uh, like like storefront of a certain type. And the the amount of sort of um, buildability, I think, was really, really pleasing to me. And that's how ours really got sunk into this
0: game. <laughs> and I think, so, uh, with the settlement thing, uh, most, especially in internet, age, social media, blah, 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 Um, Anything that has expectations or is highly anticipated, it will immediately get bitched about and shit on. I don't think there's been anything in the last 10 years, I can remember, that had a lot of hype behind it where people didn't just fucking bitch and act like it was the worst thing in the world. Um, Fallout 4 just being one of those games. No exception. No exception. I remember people just... Bitching about the settlement stuff and how there wasn't enough to it and all this other stuff and playing through today, they it's they, it's I think it's a fun part. I think it like obviously it wasn't perfect, but well, I mean, what Fallout game has ever been perfect? Let's, no, you know, be honest, correct. But they it it wasn't the core part of the gameplay. It was you know one of those fun extra things, and the, I think it was great for what it was what it needed to be. Uh, you know, you can set up defenses pretty well. You can set up your food, you, you customize stuff like you said. Build those custom shops. Hire, you know, you got to make sure you have people doing the crops, uh, running the shops. Uh, you have to have supply lines if you want to get shit between, or you're fast traveling to get yep. stuff from here to there. If and you there's got, no
1: fast traveling and survival.
0: That's true. So like even <laughs> then, like that's, so even, that's even more, more valuable. essential because if you need to build some defenses here or there and you have to travel all the way across the map because you're not fast traveling, like, Jesus Christ, that's, that's, that would be awful.
1: It, it was so, so, at the same time, though, like, about that repeated traveling, I, it got to the point where I, because I think one of the other things on survival is that enemies respawn less often
0: uh, okay, I'm, that would be I'm nice. not
1: that might have been a mod that I that I played at some point. Um, so don't quote me on that part. But what I do remember is like um I would have like routes that I regularly really would take between settlements or between point A and point B and you know it, it gave you this like you gotta carve out that route first. Yep. You know you gotta clear all the bad guys that are in there, loot all the stuff, get and and these routes became like they they I don't know it 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 was so satisfying like looking at my map and being like well I gotta get from here to here and I'm like well that'll just take me along the blah 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 and the blah 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 near the blah and and be able to be like ah those the the those um landmarks are significant for more than just like being background setting and you know like or or when i I arrive back at red rocket uh up in the the northwest where I built my main like original home like that that's like an uh, I'm home I could drop my shit off the bed is over like it was very it right. felt I really felt that in this game uh especially on on, on that survival mode
0: you're, you're trailblazing on top of you know uh i am tried i lost for words but you know you're you're doing it like it's not just oh yeah i just fast trolled here or there like you you made that path yeah. you you learned you took the time you know it's how i can Im- i can imagine people who actually like go out in the woods and either like like truly survive and hunt like feel when they're doing yeah. it is that like Hey, I'm kind of in touch with a more primitive part of my ancestry. Like, like that, yeah, exactly. this is part of my DNA that I am, and that's in us. And I'm, un- I'm unlocking it by doing this. I, am feeling something that you know, my, my, gener- my people haven't felt for hundreds of years or some crap like that. You know, and I, that's it's weird to say a video game can kind of give you that, but I think it can, can.
1: Yeah, but it definitely can. Well, and and maybe maybe you have me back on again to talk about Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh,
0: I haven't played two. <sighs> I watched you play a lot of it.
1: Oh boy, um, it's juice. But that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but the, but I got a similar feeling from that as this. Um, and then there's this like in in that same vein, like you get into this cycle of like making choices in the game that are like logical choices that might happen. In reality um, and that is a testament to like the way that these systems were balanced you know so like you're 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 moving along like carving out your path like across trying to get to um, Diamond City and you've learned a little bit here and there and and, and um, you're exploring and you go okay well I have a quest that takes me over there I need to build a settlement nearby to like stage operations in that area out of, um, just as like a a way to make it easy to drop off loot. It all becomes loot management. <laughs> right. It's a lot of loot management. Um. But the way that they built crafting in this game means that all the loot
0: has value. That I that was one of the big things that I was super excited about. Is like having all this junk. It all fucking matters now. Like, oh, yeah, finding this shit, it, it fucking matters. Managing Every bit of this it. shit fucking matters.
1: Every bit of it. The weapons I and mean, the armor modding, the way that they incorporated. You... Now listen, there's always a few design choices where I'm like, well, I feel like this outfit should have been an underneath armor skin, like <laughs> the way that, like, there's that <laughs> there's that critical eye that I have where I'm like I wish I could wear this with other armor pieces. But like um first of all there's very simple mods to fix that kind of stuff that came out eventually. And second of all, the armor piece um like uh like segmenting or whatever you want to call it, like like it uh it was great. Sure. Shoulder pieces, leg pieces, chest pieces, helmet, but then there's also unders um, being able to mix and match, being able to build what you want, um, legendaries, now listen, legendary, the legendary system came with plenty of ridiculous things like, like a burning cryolator or a, <laughs> you know, like, like a freezing flamethrower, like stuff like that is always going to have like a dice rolls chance of being created, but,
0: um, it, it was great. It was and I think all the best parts of 76 were taken for what they started in 4.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that, and what brought me and kept me in Fallout 76 as long as it did, was was the the, the settlement building. Because it was, A, much better than Fallout 4. Yes. Um, in terms of the optimization. Um and B, you could build them anywhere. So, like, you could be walking around and be like, this place is gorgeous. I'm building a house here. Um, and you could just do that. Uh, and because Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, because the in, the places are just such good environments to just be in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they benefit from that. And that's one of the things, like, Fallout 4, like, I... It's just a good game to be in.
0: It it is, and so that kind of what brings me to the point. Next point I want to get to was it or is that um, one of the things people again because it's not New Vegas bitch about is that the dialogue choices are. Technically shorter because you only see like a snippet of what you're gonna say, but you're also you're you have a voice actor who is speaking when you give these, which I think added a lot more um, immersion. Immersion it made me care about. I think the story so much more.
1: Female voice actor, uh, yeah, female voice actor for the for your character, um, is much better. I was I found her to be a much more compelling. A uh, uh, voice actor than the male character, who was not bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I think he did it a good job. The
1: voicing, the voicing options are like the voicing aspect is not what I—I I never had a problem with that. Um, and I don't necessarily need to have every dialogue option read exactly as the character would say it. Um, but I did feel like the dialogue choices were kind of samey like yeah. and it, and not necessarily not all the time um but i but i i wish that there were more times where there were more than four choices because i really and i love this game man but I really did feel like... Um, and for, with no connection to New Vegas at all. Like, forget New Vegas. In fact, let's talk about Cyberpunk for a second.
0: Cyberpunk... who might have to refund this podcast. I know, I know, listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We haven't told anybody that they're going to have to refund, but we're going to do it. Um, no, so... So, Cyberpunk... Um, voiced... Voiced main character. Okay? Right. Um... And a variety of of uh, dialogue choices. And the dialogue choices do not like say verbatim. like the text is not verbatim what the voice actors is saying right. Um, but I still felt like choices mattered more. Dialogue was simplified in Fallout 4, in right. terms of the
0: choices. But I don't think it was to a detriment as much as people no, wanted to make I it out to be. No, I agree. I agree.
1: Now, that is one of the things I love about, like, New Vegas and Fallout 3 and Skyrim, uh, is, is, like, detailed... Um, uh, uh, dialogue choices. And it's not that Fallout 4 didn't have detailed dialogue choices, but my issue is that I did not feel like the text that it showed for for specific choices, I don't feel like it always lined up with what happened. Yeah, yeah, I so like, that. So, like, there's, like, the meme that it was, like, there's yes, or sassy yes, or... Yes, but later or no, but yes.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there is
1: there is that a little bit yeah. or or a lot of it, um, but that aspect is not what necessarily bothered me. What bothered me is that like sassy, yes, it might, the text might be like playful sassy, but like the way that the the. It, or whatever the person says is like way it has like a way different vibe like it doesn't right. match necessarily and that's i it, it's not something that even irked me that much but i have to say that um that the streamlined dialogue in Lou like like it because of having voiced a- uh, actors um I can handle that. I can handle that balance because I do think that they acted it well.
0: Yeah, I was, that was another point I wanted to make uh, <clears throat> with that is, yeah, there was definitely the the whole yes, sassy, yes, yes thing. I, it did to take away at times, and you're right. I also agree that it was hard to bet your tone uh, for some of the answers. I think like, I, it has to be almost anywhere possible to be good at uh video game voices or voice acting especially to get ga- games oh, like yeah. this where it's there's so much to it and like you don't know the tone all you're not oh, seeing yeah. what you're doing and like you can like imagine people are that. people are people are uh overlaying their own
1: emotions and experiences because they're because this they're it's role-playing so like you want to be able to be and do anything you are yes um so there's like adding a voice has that risk of, like, we're making it so it pulls people out of their own, like... Like, this isn't them anymore. But, like, I don't think that... Like, please. Like, stop. Okay? Like, I can still role play as Geralt in The Witcher 3. And I'm not losing anything. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think... I mean, video games, regardless of what the character's doing, you, you know, you're... I, you feel a connection. You're playing yeah. as that character. Uh one of the ones that got me the most was uh, is it "Event Horizon," I think, for PS4. Not, or I'm not, that's not the movie, right? Am I thinking well, there just, is I the, in the movie, movie so "Event Horizon"? which No, is amazing, that's, but... that's not what it's called. It's called. It's the oh god. So what with all like the all the animals are metal and you play as and you're, but humans. Oh, are Horizon kind of, Zero Dawn. Yes, thank you. I said Event Horizon. That's not one. Oh, it's so Zero funny. Dawn.
1: I just started that this morning.
0: Oh, it's so fucking good. Awesome. Oh, I love that game. Uh, it's so good. I'm gonna have to
1: jump uh, into
0: it after this. Yeah, like, uh, I am not a primitive-ish human uh, and fighting giant robot, you know, animals, but. I got lost in that game. I got lost in the story. Yeah. I felt for my character, so yeah, I, I get like why people didn't want to change, but I didn't think it was to a detriment. People, so,
1: people have people have expectations, uh, and they don't care to compromise.
0: generally <laughs> alter these expectations. Right, and there's, uh, and let's just be real, there's just so much fucking gatekeeping bullshit in gaming. Oh,
1: yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Well, I mean, I think that exists probably everywhere. Like, like the, the people who are reviewing books for the New York Times, I don't know, hey, for anybody who's reviewing books for the New York Times, I don't know any of you. These are arbitrary things that I'm saying. Like, there's gotta be some gatekeeping in, yep. like, in, like, those, any any kind of media based industries like there's gonna be like elitism at at levels um uh, so that doesn't surprise me um it does surprise me when people they're like i can't believe that there's misogyny in video games i'm like there's misogyny that permeates literally every aspect of america culture Yep. um
0: the world in a lot of ways world culture yeah <laughs> like almost world, in yeah, society and, yeah world culture no doubt and, Like, no, probably more
1: in world culture. Um, but, yeah, so, so, um, yeah, no, that's, and, and then again, that's a whole nother conversation, but, but, um, Fallout 4, I'll tell you, um, does a lot of things great, and there are some amazing companions in this game. Um. Easily my yeah. favorite companions of any Fallout game. So
0: I just I want to name a few real quick. And, yeah, well, I'll uh, tell you all about how up. I feel about them. Uh, so I just tied to the voice acting a little, little bit. I don't use Cosworth, but his like robot breakdown actually is surprisingly emotional when you find him when you leave the vault for oh, the first yeah. time, and him trying to like almost not accepting reality and then having a breakdown when he finally accepts that he's yeah. been alone for 200 years. Uh, oh, that poor got me. Um, I don't use him. So... Uh, Ma'am, uh, no.
1: Usually, I just I let him hang out.
0: Yeah, I let him uh, keep him sanctuary like that's yeah. his home. He's been I give good. him
1: a I give him a bowler hat <laughs> and like wrap it up.
0: And and you know, there's people there. Once you get uh Preston, uh, uh oh, and you set
1: you set, a, set up your settlement receivers. You can get yourself, you know, twenty yeah. twenty five friends for Cosworth just hanging out.
0: Yeah, and he can make them you know, make them all it.
1: robots because the Automatron DLC is fucking incredible. Yes. Okay. Okay, but go on.
0: Um, uh, just the, the few I want to make sure I get out into the the universe for us to talk about. Um, Curie might be my personal favorite companion. Um, do you know her?
1: Oh, Curie is spectacular. Um, it her story should...
0: is fucking awesome. Her, everything about her is great. Um. Her, her uh, voice act actress actor uh, does such a fucking good job. Yeah. Uh, like I was literally in love with this robot. And f- and will kind of spoilers? Obviously for this game. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's really cool about her story is once you get the whole like you can get minds and swap bodies and mm-hmm. like the whole um, oh god synths thing. She gets put into a synth body of a uh, of a female woman, and you can romance her. And yep. I totally did. I because I had always been like my first three or four playthroughs, I was Piper all the way, like you know, badass woman. Piper's uh, Burnett, amazing. Yeah, and you know, just not afraid of fucking anything, and expose the truth, take down the man. I was just like. Fucking, but, like, but you're powerful, Kyrie, please, please. Kyrie, take though, your, me.
1: you're absolutely right. She she is so intriguing. And I'll tell you, that's what this game did better than any... This game did so much good stuff with robots of all kinds, even before the DLC came out. Like, yes. And Curie is a perfect example. And Cosworth is another perfect example. Like, these are robots with real character like the real dimensions to them and and I think that the quest that where you find Curie is like a um
0: it's in one of the fucked up vaults I believe yeah right?
1: and it's like a there's like anyone. there's like Sorry. nursery like clues that you have to like solve like the the kid's the kid is crying. Why is the kid crying? because she's like a nanny bot. Yeah, or something like essentially
0: Miss Nanny, I think, was um, like the name of the
1: robot. And unfortunately, in my first playthrough, I hit a bug that made that made me unable to finish that quest. That sucks. So in my first, and it's a follow game,
0: so bugs.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's oh, I mean, even even the great Skyrim had some had like one or two quests that were like, if you try to complete this. It will, bu- it will bug your save. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, but no, so, but on my second playthrough, like, I was able to, you know, I put in, like, probably, like, five or six hundred hours on my second playthrough, which was the big survival one. So, that, that, um, she was definitely part of my, part of my gang there.
0: Love, love Carrie. Uh, and speaking of robots, uh, Arguably my favorite, uh, non-romance, uh, companion, Nick Valentine, uh, his voice actor, like, just, just this, <laughs> I am not, sla- I am not, this is a clap. I just, that, that sound is a clap. Yeah. Record, which, oh, yeah. Like, holy shit, did he do a great job. Wow. absolutely loved every interaction with him. He was a great companion. Um, my favorite part is his, uh. Well, just within the story, like everyone's paranoid about synths, like literally killing each other over it and like the whole fear of being replaced and all that. But everybody trusts Nick Nick Valentine. Like he's cool, oh, yeah. like with both sides. Like it's he's chill as fuck and he's just he's that good of a of a dude.
1: He's he Nick Valentine <sighs> I think he's my favorite Fallout companion in any game.
0: I agree. In any of the games. And there's a lot
1: of good ones, including more that we will talk about in 4. But um, one of the things that I find most interesting, so the the voice actor who does his voice is Steven Russell, who um, does, like, he's, like, all over Bethesda games. He did a bunch of voices in Skyrim, including just, like, NPC voices. Um, and he's did he's done plenty of other stuff, but he also does the voice of Codsworth in this game.
0: Holy shit, that's yeah. nuts!
1: So that he was able to put a real character on, on two distinct NPCs in this game, companions like main companions, it's just a testament to his skill. And and Nick Valentine. Is the perfect. He's just detective noir, fucking android. That's that. It's that's it's trench coat, fedora. nah. these guys are doing that. If my and, ass, and
0: Harrison Ford, I'm doing it better.
1: He he's. <laughs> It's spectacular. What's the skinny on Malone? Even just the thing <laughs> yeah. to get him—that's one of my favorite companion, like finding a companion. Things is like saving Nick from Skinny Malone. Um, you wouldn't believe he was skinny because of how fat he is. Like it's <laughs> it, it it again though. I make it sound like a caricature. He makes it sound spectacular. He's
0: he you he's a, he's a person. You care about Nick. Malone. Oh yeah. You 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 and like as speaking of the whole, like his voice given a character, like as you talk more with him and you discover more about him, like you like you could have feel his heartbreak because he doesn't really know how much of what he is in his head is true or actual memories or if it was just programmed into him. Well, uh, it's the whole like big clue like getting hit trying to figure out his past and him trying to wrestle with what is essentially real of his memories is super fucking compelling.
1: Well, and, and there's this, uh, and the, just the balance of him having an awareness mm-hmm. of his existence as like, yeah, these things I feel might not, aren't really me, they're my, the guys, and uh, it, so it, it's just so, oh man, Nick Valentine, fucking awesome.
0: I also, I'm a huge fan of the, uh, uh Mysterious Stranger perk. Oh Yeah. The fact, uh, have you used it or when when he's your companion?
1: Um, he says something about it, doesn't he?
0: He has been, he talks about it. He's been trying to catch that son of a bitch for, like, forever. Yeah. he's yeah. like, we were so close, we could have got him. And, he, like, he...
1: He was right there.
0: There's, like, I believe notes or tape or something that you can find in, uh, in his office about oh, searching yeah. for him and stuff oh, yeah. like that. There, then,
1: th- there is a lot of, um... There, there's a lot of uh, interaction with the companions and stuff happening like that in this yes. game.
0: And uh, with him, I, again, I'm 100% with you, he might be the best in all the games, and like, he's, from voice acting to his story to his character's role within the universe. The
1: design, his design, fa- just his face. Yes. like Just the partial like, holy fuck, his face is like half robot, half, but it's Still like expressive and oh, just yeah.
0: Weirdly, like he he looks like Pavi from uh, Repo: The Genetic Opera. If for anybody who's actually seen that fucking movie, besides I, me
1: boy is that the I, that's the one where they steal their organs back, right?
0: The the musical one that was made way before the shitty Jude Law movie. You know what? I don't know, I
1: don't know what a, I have not seen that then.
0: Yeah, not fuck that Jude Law movie. They fucking stole the whole concept. Like, okay. need my got butt. Got it. Got, uh, it, got, it, got genetic it. Opera is a musical starring Anthony Stewart Head uh, from as from Buffy fame and Alexa Vega of I guess uh, Spy Kids fame. All right. Um, very very young Alexa Vega and a bunch of like horror legends like Bill Mosley's in it um, and a couple other people I can't. I to check that head. out then. Uh, I met the guy who played Grave Rower in that movie and wrote because it was on Broadway or, or something like that for sure. a little. It's like one of those like really cool random success stories. Uh, Got it. Super chill dude. Uh, just for the record, anybody who enjoys that. But yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll circle back to Fallout. Um, also, I just want to not as interesting as a robot, but I still like in terms of just the the stories with these companions like. Not that the main... We'll talk about the main story, but... The companion stuff's really fucking riveting. Uh, Paladin Dance. Um, how'd you feel about him?
1: Well... Okay, so... Interestingly... Uh, in... In Fallout 3... Uh... And in New Vegas... Although... Less so in New Vegas... Uh, but in Fallout 3... Um... The Brotherhood is like there are heroes pretty right away. Yep. Um, like you're you're out there, you at least like you, you potentially could stumble upon, um, you know, like the Lions Den crew, and they bring you back, and and they the, you know the Brotherhood can help you out and all that stuff. Blah 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 blah. blah three. Um, we did that episode, uh, and, and then and then a new uh, new Vegas like you find find their bunker, and they're still. They're pretty exclusionary. It's a. I feel like it's a more accurate look uh, of the Brotherhood there in New Vegas. And then, sort of same thing in, in Fallout 4. Um, they're pretty iffy. I
0: think... For, well, this is just my my, my primitive brain uh, interpreting the story. So, if I'm way off, uh, don't get mad. I'm just a man who's trying his best to figure shit out. But <laughs> I kind of took it as... The whole increased level of threats from, uh, God, what's the name of the synth? Is it the syndicate? The, um, Is- the institute. Institute, sorry, yeah, the institute. Uh, the institute and, uh, the whole synth thing drove them to be more like, almost like the Imperials in Star Wars, like oh, where they yeah. think they're making the world better with this, like, kind of martial law, uh, like, we're doing the right thing, doing the things other people won't do, rule with an iron fist, not because we want to rule, but because it's what's best for the people and they don't know it. I think it's, like, kind of a tragic story in terms yeah. of, I think, just the, the, the circumstances of what's going on in the world currently, unfortunately, push the people within the Brotherhood to become shitty, for lack of a better phrase.
1: Um, yeah, so... The obviously like the, gosh, when do they when do they slide in, uh, in Fallout Four? It's when the the airship comes in. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, what is it? The Pridwin? That's what it's called. Yeah. Fuck
0: man. This I game, just want to point out that, that we're almost awesome, an hour yo. in, and we 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 both I know we both still have so much more we want to say. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, this is gonna be a long episode, people. So yeah, blah, blah, blah. and that's
1: and that's fine. So anyway, so Maxon Maxon comes in on the Pridwin and uh, all that stuff, and it's it's epically staged, but like he is pretty like techno fascist, like yeah. he's very severe about it, um, which if you like, and he's a kid in Fallout Three. Yes. Like, and he's one of the people from Fallout 3 who's in this game. Um, and... But now he's, like, he's in charge, and they're coming to fuck up the Institute. Now, listen, the Institute is pretty clearly bad in this game. Um, but the the Brotherhood is... is they don't operate uh... You know... They're, they're sort of in a gray area, in my opinion. But that makes Paladin Dance um, so much more compelling, because, like, spoiler alert, like he is a synth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you don't find that out until, like, he doesn't die um, when he gets, like, blasted with a rocket uh, later in the game. Yeah. Um, like he, you're fighting a bunch of sins, fighting, 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 and you have to like. I, I don't remember what the quest is. Um, you you're basically like in a a bunker, like a launch silo.
0: Like a lot of those, like kind of primitive, uh, iRobot looking. Yes, the early was, yeah.
1: the early gen ones, and uh, which by the way are terrifying when you're yeah sne- did not like when it. you're sneaking through there. and It's like movement detected. It's it is. They did a good job. Yep. (laughs) They did a good job on that. Um, and then Dan's, you know, like, thinks he's sacrificing himself to do something, but then doesn't die, and he's like, um... Am I a synth? So the fact that, like, he's in the Brotherhood, discovers he's a synth, that conflict? Great story.
0: Like, great. Great stuff. And then, um, if I remember correctly, he kind of, um... Runs away like he, Correct. he, because he, he still has in this mind because he's very, like, think kind of almost like Captain America, like how that he he thinks of being in the army and and the first movie of just like, over idealistic patriotic like for you know country and all that. He's kind of that way within the Brotherhood, although like some people in there are shitty and just fucking like jaded. He he seems pretty idealistic by the whole thing that he is. He's truly doing this to save the world, and he doesn't seem to have any, like, necessary hate towards anything. He's just doing his duty. In mm-hmm. uh, the most. Following
1: like, orders.
0: Yep. But in that, like, a uh, weird creepy way, as in, like, I uh, am, like, like Puffy trusted, uh, how Homelander treats right. himself when he's in front of the. in front of people uh, and the boys, kind right. of type deal. Right.
1: No, no, no. He's, he's doing his duty very much. And, then, well, and that's what makes it more compelling when he tragic.
0: figures out and tragic because he he almost hates himself, like yeah. And that that's like fucked up too. Especially we live in a we're you know, I argue we're some progressive individuals, and we want people to be who they are without fear and of being hated or or excluded. And the fact that once he figures out who he he truly is. He's like, I, I gotta leave. Like, they'll, they'll never accept me. And I yeah. don't want, basically, I don't want them to because, you know, in a way, he kind of accepts being the enemy.
1: Well, and it's that's so the, fucking that's tragic. The brotherhood, that's the brotherhood for you. Like, um, also, I did not, not even know same, you could romance him. Same story. Well, it's not the same story exactly, yeah. but like, in in uh, New Vegas, Veronica, one of the uh, companions that you can get, who's a, a brotherhood scribe. Uh, is kicked out of the Brotherhood, um, or or leaves the Brotherhood because they kick out her girlfriend because you can't be gay and in the Brotherhood apparently. Um, so I didn't know
0: that actually. Uh, fuck the Brotherhood then.
1: Yeah, well, and also, and well, and now listen, there's different like the Brotherhood of Steel, like from Fallout Three, they're like a broken off faction.
0: Oh, gotcha. So like
1: ideals change based, like, in different places.
0: And the time is different, Yeah, but the Western,
1: the Western, like, original Brotherhood of Steel, like, that exists in New Vegas, that is, like, um, uh, like, incredibly exclusive, or, 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 uh, what the word is, isolationist and shit, um, yeah, and they, so they kick her out, um, her her girlfriend who becomes the girl who gets like chopped up in some of the DLCs. Okay, that's a New Vegas conversation, but that's another yep. thing. Uh, but yeah, they that that so that happens in New Vegas, um, and so um, him deciding to leave, you know, or or have the option to sort of like move past that dance. Uh, it's good. It's a good thing. It
0: makes sense that you can romance him then, since he ends up leaving anyway. Because if they if they are as as uh, crude as. The New Vegas ones, I, I'm assuming it would not be accepted as well.
1: They... I suspect that... I suspect that they are and they aren't. Uh, but I don't know. I... I... Um... Yeah. That was definitely a thing in New Vegas, though.
0: Um. That's, so why, I,
1: that's why I always kill all of them.
0: Before we... Uh, because I want to talk about the different uh, factions, but before we do that, what are some of the companions that you wanna you wanna discuss? Also, Dogmeat is good boy, ten out of ten. Good dog.
1: five out of seven, perfect dog. Um, okay, so um, obviously Piper uh, is classic. You meet her so early on. Um,
0: she's it, just a good character. Yeah, I, she's just a great she's character. Awesome.
1: Love, love like a liberty-loving journalist. It makes so much sense. It it was an interest. It was like a perfect, like h- including like the press, as part of this Boston, uh, fallout story, um, was really smart on their part, uh, because that, that I felt like that was compelling and it really fit in the, in the the nature of like constitutionality and 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 all the other like American ideals that that you know are supposedly um you know all developed in in Boston and everything <clears throat> but uh so she's just i think she's great um i love um kate so yeah, s- her
0: story is pretty interesting her story
1: is really interesting I, she's a great companion Uh, who you get in like a a sort of one of the missed opportunities of this game Um, I believe that she is in the like
0: like the Thunderdome yeah like the
1: Thunderdome place where like I Combat
0: Zones technically yeah like they
1: really built it up like you were gonna be able to go in there and like participate in some Gladiator stuff and like um, or like like interact with NPCs or do this, and it really just like that was frustrating. That like I got in there and everybody just aggro's you. There's no, there's nothing yeah, happening.
0: I agree. That um, was kind of a same
1: with out. the robot races at the racetrack. Um,
0: Which was hilarious.
1: I'm like, why well, I can't bet on these races? Come on, Bethesda. Like, let
0: me get in there. Get some of that sweet G uh, GTA, 5, GTA five money. Yeah, right, damn right. That.
1: Um, no, but like I, I really do like her as a companion. Um, I think she's great. Of course, there is. You can't uh, use
0: like I love using Psycho where your guy's just like
1: fucking kill, fucking kill. Well, I mean, well, and she, his, she gets the mad because it's all true. about Psycho Buff, man. So you gotta make Psycho Buff because Psycho Buff gives you. Uh, the plus three, uh, endurance, which boosts your health pool also. Yep. So it'll be like, plus, oh my god, oh my god, this game is so fucking good.
0: And she, you help her basically kick a drug habit, because I think you end up, yeah. you get the option taking her to a doctor, so that if you do drugs around her, she gets pissed and you can eventually, like, she yeah. won't want to be around you anymore. Yep. Or yep. her yep. your yep. chance to romance You, you help
1: you. her become not, not a junkie anymore, and it's, like, kind of cool. Um... Because she was basically a fighting slave. Yeah, like... she was a fighting slave. You sort of get in there, you free her, uh, she decides to join you. She definitely, like, I think you can give her drugs or not. I don't remember exactly what the yeah, progression like of her, her, her uh, arc is, but um, uh, it is compelling. Um, man, who else? Okay, you can't forget about Hancock. Okay, uh, Hancock is great. The mayor of Good Neighbor, um, who 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 you walk up to. Good Neighbor. Now, poor Good Neighbor was one of the areas that uh, had some frame issues in this game, performance mm-hmm. wise. Um, so it never is quite as smooth as you want it to be, uh, but. A w- great introduction because, like, you come in a good neighbor and some dude is like, pay me or I'll, or I'll you know, whatever. You got to pay to be here. Uh, and as he's uh, shaking you down, Hancock comes up and is like, hey, pal, why you got to be so mean to this smooth?" Like, he's just, like, a junkie, Ghoul, like criminal mayor, and then he just like stabs the guy in the gut and leaves him. And he's like, Sorry, pal. <laughs> um, yeah, there was something like, 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 uh, uh, comforting about, about Hancock as the mayor of Good it, Neighbor.
0: And that kind of reminds me, it, it makes me feel good for ghouls because I remember playing in three, and I think it's a yeah. At Adam Town, we at the bar. There's a ghoul working there. He's and like, basically you have to like whisper when you're trying to help him because he gets treated like shit by everybody. Because everyone's like, "Yeah, fuck ghouls," and He's they're like, oh, fucking oh, gross. "Oh,
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, boss." Yeah, I think that's I don't remember what his name is.
0: I Adam don't know, but, sorry, but and, yeah, he, just he overall is, treatment of ghouls in the game, and then to see one in a position of power, I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hancock's great like that, and you know, you also meet the. uh, uh the the Vault Tech rep who you talk at the beginning of the movie or yes. at the beginning of the movie the beginning of the game, um, like you, you meet his ghoul version, uh, in this game.
0: Which it was kind of cool that he survived. But yeah, also it's like he, wait a he, minute, you remember me? Um, isn't he like kind of like in agony about everything and super pissed off though? Yeah, yeah, that that was a bummer.
1: So, so the one thing I found myself wishing a little bit more for was like. Like Diamond City kicks ass, dude! It's awesome. Yeah. There's so much to do. There's so many people to see. I think it's great. Great design Interesting
0: stories. The, the like the murdering doctor guy and uh, Diamond City. Oh my god! Okay, speaking of
1: murdering, I just have to say because I do not want to get through this podcast without um without saying this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My first time playing this game, and I stuck with the decision. I stuck with it. When I got to the end at the Institute, or towards the end, and I was about to meet Father Mm -hmm. at the Institute, in my head I was like, oh, fuck this, dude. I'm in here just to kill this guy. I'm going to get here. I'm going to kill him. We're going to be fucking... It's going to be dope. We're going to be done. And he walks in... And I'm like, yes, role play opportunity. And I kill him right away. Not knowing that it was my son. <laughs> and that, like, it aggroed the entire Institute against me. And, like, failed a bunch of missions. And I was like, well, I'm, it looks like I'm killing my way out of this place. Um, and so, like, I totally, I did not explore the Institute quest lines at all. My first playthrough because I impulsively murdered the leader of them who turned out to be my son.
0: Well, I mean, I I don't blame you though. Right? Fuck them. Um, it's
1: not even my fault as a parent in that situation. It's like I. It's not like I was not like a not present parent at my own fault. Like
0: right. No, I I agree. No, you you, yeah. You know, as a parent, I'm like <laughs> if somehow I got frozen. And there was a giant evil, you know, robot creating institution, and I had a chance to take down the leader. I would, Right. you know. So I. Whoops. Think, yeah. Parents should
1: never have to kill their own child. Jesus Christ, this is really taking a turn. I'm sorry. Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> right. Um, no, so so yeah, companions. I think Hancock is great. Um, I uh, there's also what's his face from Fallout Three, uh, McCready. Um, who I thought it was awesome that they included them, him in this game. Right. Um, his story is pretty sad, too, though. Like, which is not surprising. The kids of Little Lamplight, like, you get you get kicked out when you turn 16. Peace. Like, that's the deal, Fallout 3. Uh, so he got kicked out, and he went and made his way in the world. Or at least was trying. Right. Um, and uh, he's romanceable yes um yes, yes. for if you are a guy and he's a guy um so that was interesting that was an interesting character choice that they made for him uh, but he's cool he's a he um i think that he is a rifle he shoots rifles for like in terms of his skills so like yeah, he yeah. he was somebody that ended up always being around him and kate too because kate does melee i think kate does melee um God, are
0: there any? The, we we cover all the ones that I I prefer in my playthroughs. Let
1: me uh, let me look. I'm just gonna really quick look at the full list. I don't think there's anybody else that I really. Um, if if there was, I would have. <laughs> I would have remembered them. Uh...
0: You know, I didn't I didn't play a lot with. Um, I can't remember, the, uh, the oh, uh, yeah. Strong. Strong was fun, but I didn't play a whole lot with him.
1: Yo, yeah, hold on, hold on, because, right. yeah. Okay, two things, two things. um, But mainly, Deacon. Okay, now here's the problem with the Railroad in this game. The You meet the Railroad and, like, do their stuff, like, pretty far into the game. Mm-hmm. And that's that kind of sucks to me because um, the railroad is pretty. There's some pretty awesome stuff, including Deacon, um, and when you have him as a companion, he will change um, body model Yep. as you like move around because he's like a he's like a sneaker. Yep. Um. And so that that he's really fun. Um. But uh, no. No, I, I definitely think the the my favorite is Nick Valentine. I didn't I did not use strong very much either. Um, I, I sort of you know yeah yeah that's yeah. it man.
0: Um so there's this uh one side mission I want to talk about um that kind of stuck out to me that was maybe one of the more ones that I, I don't know, weirdly connected to emotionally. Sure. Uh, but it was, and it, it started out as like a meme because I thought it was funny, with the Silver Shroud, um, stuff.
1: It, it yes, it's spectacular. You get, so you get good.
0: sucked into it real fast, and at first it's like, oh, you're pretending to be a superhero, uh, and you meet the character, um, Kent Conley, who is, like, a huge fan and thinks the Shroud could be, like, a symbol of hope, kind of, like hey, basically come be Batman for us. And uh, you really kind of feel for Kent because he's kind of like this, oh, uh, he's alone because he's kind of weird. He's a little bit of a nerd. and But he really yeah. wants to do what he can to make the world a better place in his own little, like, cowardly way. And he eventually, because you're doing all this shit as a silver shroud, gets kidnapped, and he can die um, if you don't save him. Yeah. And it's, I I didn't realize that you could save him. I thought it was, when I first played through it, I thought it was just like, oh, it kind of happens and just deal with it. And I was so bummed. He's like, this is a really sweet guy. And I feel, I felt responsible for getting him killed. But you, now that I know that's different, you can save him. And, uh, yeah, that that was one of my favorite ways.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I loved how, um, even separately from the actual quests, um, Related to the Silver Shroud, if you're wearing his stuff, um, your character. Not only are dialogue options opened up in with with other people, where you can speak as the Silver Sh- Silver Shroud, um, but also like reactions, like in the way that like uh, like your companions will like say stuff when you crouch or do this when you when they see somebody in the vicinity or whatever like you'll start to react and and sort of speak over dramatically in the way that the shroud does it's very it's very cool what they did with the with the silver shroud
0: yes I, and like one thing I love about fallout is uh yes a lot of it happens in front of you but there's also a lot of uh world building in the background and a yeah. um very much like a Oh, God. John Wick style. Um, where Oh, yeah. Um, where there's so much being built if you just kind of immerse yourself in it. Uh, it's it's very beautiful. And that was one of those things. Like, all those, like, f- uh, you know, the future 50s, but kind of futuristic. But the whole, like, comics being a huge thing and having such a cultural mm-hmm. influence. And, like, ra- it was a old, also an old radio serial, right? And they were, like, trying to shoot a show for it. That's why you get the costume and stuff. Yep. Well, Um, and
1: in that, in that, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. They have a whole, there's a whole line, uh, a storyline in the logs uh, and the email exchanges in that comic book store where you find all the Shroud stuff. Um, It's not a store, it's like a production place. Um, And the emails are all about how it's this, this, oh my God, I don't remember the name of her comic. But it's this 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 woman who's right who has this female character that she's created that's very popular, uh, and they're <clears throat> talking about adapting it into the move into a movie or a TV show or something, and it's all this drama about like they're gonna replace her with a man as the main writer and like take her character away from her, and it's just like this super compelling like inter like inner office like creative like, drama that's create that, 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 uh, is developed, that was really, like, every time I go through it, I'm like, man, fuck these people, and this, and then, it's just very, I don't know, it's very cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, 100% with you on all that. I, again, I just, I love this game, I really love this game. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, the different factions in this game, yeah. and, and uh, we can maybe tie it into the Indians, uh, maybe not, maybe we'll save it for when we talk up, get to the story, but uh, three, the three main factions in this game are the Minutemen, which is who you start with, uh, Preston Gravy, uh, Gravy. <laughs> Garvey, God, I'm hungry, uh, Man, the Brotherhood of Steel, it. and the Railroad. Now, what's... I would say the Minutemen are what would be the closest to like the true good. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. Uh, because they are truly just doing things to help um, the instit- institute. Oh, I guess no, there's those four technically, right? You count the institute. Yeah. Well,
1: it's interesting because the Minutemen is a totally optional
0: deal. I like, guess you
1: don't you don't ever have to like side with or against them, but they sure. will. If you side with them, they'll side with whoever you're with. But like, 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 yeah, the Institute Railroad and Brotherhood Brotherhood
0: are are the technical main three. Yeah,
1: those three, like, you will be forced choice with them, and
0: they're all kind of shitty.
1: They are all pretty shitty. Um, I was thankful that on my first, both my first two playthroughs, um, that I really like leaned into the Minutemen stuff. Because even though Preston Garvey has become the greatest Fallout meme of all time, um,
0: it's another settlement that needs. They your help. are yeah, they are. I hate to the bother you, but
1: best. They are the best characters in terms of like <laughs> ethics, <laughs> morals, what they how they feel about stuff, what they're trying to achieve, um, and rebuilding them. Like you start to see like Minutemen patrols. Yep. Uh, like around the wasteland or, or or the Commonwealth, and yeah. So so the institute, it, there's really nothing good about the institute. The railroad is the I think the most complicated because they're still doing a lot of stuff that's not like they they're they're doing a lot of sitting back and watching.
0: I think they are very much like. Liberators to a fault too, where yeah. they're just like fuck anyone against us. They're the enemy, yeah. which is you know, and in terms becomes ironic because the uh, Brotherhood of Steel is also very much like if you su- you know support these things existing, then well fuck you guys, mm-hmm. Like, you're against us. Uh, I I I I wanted the railroad to be better than what it was. Like not in terms of, like I think they did a bad job story wise, but like their leader, uh, I just. Again, right off the bat, not a fan of her. Just, yeah, like
1: pretty, pretty underwhelming in general. I felt the
0: institute was. Yeah, or, I mean the, the the railroad. Think if hipsters were the re- actual were the actual resistance, kind of felt that way at times. Yeah, like all bark, no bite. Like someone who talks about trying to be progressive but not actually doing anything about it. <laughs> just like and they do do some stuff and whatever, but it just it did not feel like. I feel like the Minutemen were should have been closer to what the real, or the railroad should have been closer to the Minutemen in yeah. terms of well, like and, and, and idealism.
1: What I do like about the Minutemen, which I think that they they did not uh, land with the railroad, was <clears throat> when you find the Minutemen, the people that you find of them, like that's it. It's those five people that's all that's left they're decimated yep. like they're they are essentially nothing like you're rebuilding from the ground up um, and so when the Minutemen grow and you feel that it, it, it like actually like like getting bigger and, and stronger like there there's more impact to that than with the railroad you come in and you're like well this is a, this already seems like a smooth operating um, system that, like, now I'm just, like, sort of a side part in.
0: Yeah, and you kind of feel like you're intruding, like, that no one truly wants you there at any point. Well, and you stumble upon them by
1: accident, like, uh, or you can anyways. Um, but it's just, you know, um, that, that's, there, I think that the, the DLC, um, factions are more interesting. Uh, I agree with that. Um, which, by the way, I, I we'll we'll talk a little bit about this, because um, I do love 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 the DLC in this game. Um, Far Harbor is
0: so good. <laughs> it's it is
1: so it's they put so much into it.
0: The, it's so the, clear. It's terrifying too.
1: Oh yeah, the fog, the new monster monster designs. Like, it's great. The fog from the fog crawlers to the the. Oh my god! All ugh. the
0: mystery of the whole story and everything. Oh, and it's amazing. Minute, so good.
1: It's so it's so 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 good. There's so many good characters that you meet. Um, there's so many even just like the sort of like ambivalent like. Um, like, uh, uh, like, like, robots that you meet, okay, to, so, like, the children of Adam that you meet, who are, like, these radical, like, like, oh, man, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good stuff happening, uh, in, uh, in Far Harbor, and not to mention that it's fucking massive.
0: It's huge. Okay. DLC uh, in this game is worth your money.
1: Oh, no question. No question about it. Now I know some people don't like Nuka World as much. I think they're insane. Um, I think Nuka World is is it's different from Far Harbor, but and it maybe is not quite as big. But the space is you like the space in Nuka World was as good as as like the big empty in uh in New Vegas, um, where it's sort of like. Sectioned off uh, into like pods almost, mm-hmm. um, and like all oh, the multicolored ghouls to to collecting. Oh my god! Yeah, New World, very 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 good. Um, and the way that there's like politic dynamics in New World, um,
0: even more so than Far Harbor, I think is is great. Yeah, that this is. The first for me, where I truly liked all the DLC. Uh, I think for three and uh, New Vegas, there was take it or leave it for some of them, and we we covered that. Sure. I think, When we talked about it, but this this one, I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely, like fucking a, <laughs> let's do it.
1: Yeah, and 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 now I think Nuka World was the th- that was the last one. Um, sounds right. Sounds right. But uh, I will tell you. That I appreciated, um, that while, that, that Far Harbor and Nuka World were both fully different spaces, they felt very distinct from the Commonwealth, um, in terms of, like, their own, like, environmental design, um, and they were big enough that you could really, like, sink into these spaces and not feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again, um, Automaton. I love this one. Even maybe, maybe even the way that they released these two was like really well timed. Um, Automaton. By the time it came out, I was so ready to customize and build robots in this game. Yeah, (laughs) like I had so much. Like I, I was like. Hundreds of hours into my second playthrough, and I was just like rolling, rolling, rolling. we were great. Like I had so much, so much, uh, like like junk supplies just like stored up. I'm like, fuck yeah! Like let me make motherfucking robots in this game. <laughs> and you, you, you. So there's Ada, who's like the new companion, who's like named and voiced um who you can have as your uh, as a companion. But then when they release this, they also let you have a robot companion. Like like so you could have a human companion and then a robot Um, or, like, Ada would count as your main companion, and then you'd have, like, another one as your, like, robot. So, like, I had, like, a little army of robots following me around, like, attacking motherfuckers. It
0: sounds, like, pretty adorable. (laughs) Well, Well, it depends
1: on how I built them. If they're floating, if they're floating circles, like, yeah, it's pretty adorable. If they're on, like, sentry bot
0: legs... Not it's terrifying. Early. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was, yeah. I, I think that's something... Uh, I, I kind of want to get back to. I You know, I, I've been trying to hold off on... Because I, I had Fallout for had to get a, a new Xbox, and all that, and unfortunately, sure. and all that lost a lot of the stuff I had bought. I need to get back to that. I really should. Because that sounds so much fun to do that again.
1: They are, and, and, and it... <sighs> Oh my god, that's another thing about the because those are the those because like I'm looking I'm looking at a list and I'm, the list I'm looking at is not actually a DLC's list it's a factions list so that's not gonna help. Um, but the the so those are the probably what I would consider the three. Well, I don't know, man. Automatron has a lot a, a bunch of quest line like a, a bunch of good story narrative, and they give you all of the ability to create and craft. All kinds of robots. Um, But, the... I think it's Vault 77? Is that right?
0: Sounds pretty right.
1: I think... I'm sorry. It's Vault 88. Okay. Okay, so 88 um, is the other big... Let me just confirm that. Quincy. Cool, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, I think yes. I could be totally wrong. I don't know. I don't now, See, now I'm just um, <laughs> totally. Okay, hold on one one second here. Of course, we're not gonna hold on. But the the one of the DLCs here is um that like you uncover a vault like, a full vault. Um, and you basically, like, excavate it at the behest of this person, and as you uncover, like, new spots, um, like, you have to, like, clear a mountain, kill people, or, or kill enemies, which is, like, there's a lot of enemies, um, but you also can build a, a giant settlement in it. Um, and set up your own vault, where, like, you have, where, like, you set up experiments. Um, and it's, it's pretty amazing. Why is it not on this list? (laughs) This is making me feel like a psychopath. Um. My God. All right, well, either way, you do, like, you do, like, um, uh. Like you build the like <laughs> like drug testing machines that you like make your, your settlers do that like advances how you oh my god, why is it not on this list? Why is it not on this list, man?
0: <laughs> the list the list is not it's not giving you to you right now, and I'm no, sorry. No 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 I no I have, no. I have not experienced this yet, this from is, what I can remember. Is, hold on one second. Get out. Out for... While you're looking that up, I just want to talk about. While you're figuring that out, The one of the funniest uh, side quests in this game, the USS Constitution, where you find a bunch of robots who think they're pirates and they're on a pirate ship on top of a building. Yes. And eventually you get it to where they want to sail off. You get off the ship. It's got two big rockets on it. And they just crash into another building. And the whole. I'm not doing it justice, but. It's hilarious. You get a giant gun that shoots cannonballs, and it's a broadsider, uh,
1: isn't it? I think that's what they call it, the broadsiders—the yeah. cannonball gun.
0: I it's a cannon. Hardly nowhere. Like,
1: I say a cannonball gun, but we could just call it what it is. It's a cannon. Cannon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that that side quest is just—it just like there's always those quests that make you think.
1: That has some. This that game, was one of the most charming ones, right there. Yes,
0: it was just smiling your face the whole time. You're what
1: doing a, it. one of the. One of the grosser, but also, like, kind of funny twisted ones is the pink, the pink goop one, mm. with, like, the school children <laughs> who are being forced, that. who are, like, their meals are just pink goop, and then they're just talking about all the problems. And yes, I was right, Vault 88, okay, it's part of the Vault-Tep Workshop add-on. Got it. Um, but yeah, like, basically, like, uh, yeah, this, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. This tracks. This tracks. Okay. Um, Yeah, basically, like, you can force your people to go on a... a, To, like, ride a a stationary bike to produce power. Right. um, Or, like, (laughs) force them to drink, like, drugged drugged pop. And then they walk around, like, all fucked up in your settlement. Like, underground. It was just cool because it was, like, an underground space... Hey, that was fucking humongous, too. Like, huge, like, probably, like, five times the size of, like, Sanctuary. Um, yeah. just these huge sections that you could build stuff in. Um, but yeah, that was, and that was one of the smaller things they added. It was like, hey, now you could build your own vault. Oh, okay, great, I've only dreamed about doing that since I bought this.
0: <laughs> that, which, and that kind of led to the mobile game, uh. Yeah, the yep. Little... What is that that? Uh, Fall. Settlers or
1: whatever it's called?
0: Yeah. Fallout Dweller, I think. Oh, right? yeah. I don't know, yep. something. I spent way more time than I should have on that game. It was actually a lot of fun.
1: I played a little bit of that game, but then I found myself being like, I just want to play Fallout 4. <laughs> I, 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 like, I get it, Fallout Shelter just came out, but I want to play Fallout 4.
0: War, I think it was when my kids were like still around baby toddlers so I'd be like sitting while they're trying to fall asleep or like oh yeah like they, there's the, always that point they were at for a while when they were like not quite babies not quite toddlers where like the moment you would stand up to leave the room they would be like raise their head and like start crying if you'd walk out so you need something to do while they were you know basically passed out yeah. but not quite and I think that was one of those games out of my phone where I'm like all right this seems good enough I'll do this yeah
1: I'll tell you what else. People, uh, were really worried about this game, uh, and mods. I remember the mod community was, like, in, in, up in arms because they'd have a mod menu and it was gonna be paid mods only and blah blah blah. And, like, none of that ever happened.
0: None of that happened, yeah.
1: They, they did open a, uh, uh, like, a storefront for mods if you want to, but, like, who's doing that? Because yep. they also included a free mod menu. Yep, it's so easy to mod Fallout Four.
0: Yeah, the one of the big I thought it was announcement for uh, the actual game getting more stuff, but the last big Fallout announcement was literally for a Fallout Four mod. Was it really? Yeah, and I'm blanking because I'm not super into the. Oh, money was it and stuff, that new
1: but... text? Uh, the new full conversion mod? No, that's yeah. a new
0: Vegas. No, so it's supposed to be like a whole new area, almost for Fallout Four or something like that. Oh. Um, I don't know. It, it got announced at some point last year. We'll, it's just kind of living in my brain.
1: Will investigate. Yeah. Um. Fallout Four is just a great game. It, it's just it just really is, and they created a space that is both beautiful, and I think fun to be in. Um. I I was I I can't. Stress this enough. I was so surprised that like even hundreds of hours into a, a game, I hit a new level and like new varieties of enemies started coming out. Like, like that was very. I I was like, you guys really thought people would get up the side, didn't you? And then they did.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They always fucking do. Yep. They always um, do. Before we like start wrapping up or get sure. too much farther into fallout discussion we should probably actually cover like the main story real quick yeah because uh, we, we kind of forgot uh we talked a little bit of the beginning uh but the the beginning of the game just uh i just spit all over my monitor my god brock come on anyway um that's how
1: you know it's a good podcast right
0: right you just fucking yeah live. i'll do it
1: too hold on all
0: right. okay all right cool now we're brothers again we're buddies sweet mm-hmm. um with the story, we talked at the beginning, we kind of got, you know, like you do in the... When you play a fall game, especially before. We we started at the beginning, it really got to us, and we're, like, impacted and ready. But then all the interesting side shits start happening, and we mm-hmm. forgot. <laughs> but the story essentially is, you know, you, you do the... As we covered before, pre-war, you're with your wife or your husband, whichever character you decide. You have a little baby boy, Sean. Uh, bombs go off, you get cryo-frozen, um, and your partner when they wake you guys up, somehow you wake up for this. Like, I get it's for story purposes, but whatever. Like, it did, doesn't quite make a lot of sense. Uh, you see the guy who... Kellogg, I believe, right? Yep, that's right. Takes... a work, takes sh- uh, Sean, and, of course, you know, your is not having that shit, shoots her right in the head, kills her. And uh, so, you're, you know, you're spending the game trying to find your son, uh, you track, do it through a lot of weird synth stuff, and you eventually find uh, Kellogg, and you can kill him. Um, and, it, like... So, I, from here on, I, I I did not like the story, the main story, that much um, when I first played through it. I was like, okay, like, I get it, but I also, like, no, not really, not really getting it for me. I hate it less now. I'm still not super great on what happens, but anyway... Sure. eventually what goes on in the story kill kellogg uh he turns out the leader of the institute the old uh, man is your son your son is older than you he is an old man you're not looking for this baby or this kid uh, like you saw through the memories because basically kellogg kind of raised sean for a while which they need his dna because it was pure uh pre-war dna um that they could use to make their sense that's why they say well at least we have an extra when they look at you because technically you're also that just older, and I guess probably harder to manipulate the DNA. Uh, So Sean is the leader, big bad guy, and um, that kind of leads to the stories, you can choose to take over for Sean, or you could choose to take down the Institute. Um, With that all being said, how did you feel about the story, one, two, uh, did you like any Indians, hate any Indians, or Indians, Indians, goodness gracious. Or were you just kind of indifferent to the story?
1: Well, I think you sort of nailed it. It is very Fallout. Yeah. Um, it's they put a, a what I would consider to be a a, a bare bones motivation, uh, find your son, uh, or like you know in the original Fallout, like find a water chip, like find <laughs> find this. Find your dad. Find Basically your dad. Three, uh, find and who three. shot you in the head. Like it, it, it's very, and then the world just does take over. Um, I, but I, I
0: guess that must be the kind of the M O. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I should. Well, expect well, more now listen,
1: we're allowed to have higher expectations than something so simple because the okay. main story should still be interesting. Like it, it was still interesting in Fallout Three when you figured out how to get the the water purifier going and how to do like those those. It it shouldn't be nothing. Uh, and I do, I, I agree with you that the story is, I think, most interesting um, up until the point where you uh, kill Kellogg. Yep, uh,
0: and, 100%. And that's where it falls off. Be,
1: Well, and, and I think, and part of the reason is, you're going around like, I'm looking for a baby, I'm looking for a baby, I'm looking for a baby. Like, we know, we know now as players, that, like, there is no baby that was eighty years ago that you're remembering that. Like, your child is an old man running the institute. Even the kid that's with Kellogg, that's not your son. Like, that is the clone. Or not the clone, that's the robot version of the ten-year-old of your son. Right. So, like, so, like, the game, so, like, first the game is like, okay, it's a baby, 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 and the game is like, whoa, it's not a baby, it's this ten-year-old, and you're like, oh my god, it's been ten years! Which um, still kind
0: of interesting, you know?
1: Which was interesting and compelling, and the way that you're, like, searching Kellogg's uh, chip, or cybernetic stuff to, like, uh, search his memories for clues, and, like, that stuff is all very, very interesting. Um, very, 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 very interesting. Um, and, uh, then finding him at, at Fort Hagen and, um, taking him out, um, is great. And I feel like that's the point and usually, that's the point in my playthrough where I'm like, okay, I could do whatever the fuck I want
0: for a while. Yep. No, I a, I'm exact same way. It's I kind of fuck off after that. It's the
1: same way now. Now, not that that other stuff is not interesting, but it's sort of the same way that like in New Vegas, like you get you get to New Vegas, like and now you can get there any, any number of ways, just like in in you know in Fallout 4 you can get any there in any number of directions, um, but like. You get to Vegas. You meet Mr. House. You settle in. And then the game, like, really fully opens. Um, Which, the game is already open, like I said. But that is the point where I'm usually like, okay, I'm not gonna do any story stuff for a while. Because I really want to take this stage as far as it can go in the game. And, And that... And it does get a little weird later, where it's like, like it, after you kill uh, Kellogg, and you realize you have to build a, the tr- the transport. You have to find the in- the the, the, the um, what call it? The railroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it really does sort of peter there because the railroad is just not that compelling, and for them to jump to
0: the railroad's such a dud. The ra- I'm yeah. so disappointed in yeah. every aspect of the railroad. Yeah,
1: I, I I have to agree with you. I don't I don't ever feel pulled or driven to like re- deeply participate in in or, or buy into the railroad stuff as much. Um, but with that said, like. Um, the first time I came across them and stumbled across them, like it is compelling. You're like, oh, what the fuck is happening? But, of course, Fallout is really about playing it and playing it again. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: and I think this game does exactly what it's trying to do.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. Uh, I would just want to before we talk about like the I guess what you'd consider the true Indians, I wanna talk about the whole after Kellogg dies things. Eventually you figured out that it was your son the whole times the bad guy. It it I have a real bone to pick with uh the it turns out you were the bad guy the whole time. Uh trope. I guess it's a trope kinda now. Um there's very few times it's done right. In movies it was Fight Club where, you know, the title, Tyler Durden thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's not even necessarily the you're the, the bad guy the whole time. Was, you know, that, that, that twist can be considered different than that. Uh, the one that has pissed me off the most recently was the Blair Witch Project game. you played it? I have not played it. So I, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil it that's for you. That's fine, go ahead. And I've talked about this on a lot of different episodes, but fuck it, I'm doing it again. And eventually I'm going to get Kingdom Hearts in before we wrap this up. Kingdom Hearts 3, I always talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Anyway, uh, Blair Witch Project game. Uh actually pretty interesting like the character you play as is a, a army vet um, basically uh, becomes I don't remember if he was an alcoholic but something along those lines and you listen to these voicemails from uh, from your wife and then you have like flashbacks of you just being this absolute real fucking piece of shit to her and like just being a I'm this monster essentially Man. and uh, you take you, you and your dog you've been Training, you take them out to help the police look for uh, the missing boy. This missing boy um, that they, th- they think they can still find. It's within like the the time period which they think is can still uh, find this kid alive. After it's been like four or five other ones missing. Just kind of basic Blair. That part is basic like Blair Witch lore, like the kids going missing. Anyway, you get there, the police are already out there. The whole forest does the whole weird time thing. Uh, and you do the weird time thing with the camera. It's just, it's actually a pretty fun game. Pretty interesting game in terms of, like, those horror games where you're not, you can't really fight things. Kind of like Outlast, I right. think. It was, it right, 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 right. Uh, but turns out, though, when you discover who the killer was all these kids, it was you the whole time. Oh, no. And it's so fucking lazy. And this, I know, is not the exact same thing. But the whole thing, like, it turns out your son was it the whole time just... Yeah. I, and, and to be fair, though, and, and when people bitch about sto- things in stories and video games or movies, I always say, okay, well, what do you think would have been more compelling? Just see if they actually have an idea what they want or if they just want to bitch about what it is. And to be fair, I'm just kind of bitching about it. I don't have a better solution to what they've to done with the Sean story thing. Well, um, well
1: I, I will say that I like that at least because on my second playthrough I did really explore the uh, the Institute quest lines uh, and it really does present this con- like a, like I think an appropriate conflict of like what would you do if you were in this situation like you you start to slowly realize even if we know it right away that the Institute's bad like you right. start to slowly realize that like, This is not the way, and like, what are you gonna do about it? And you find some allies in there that are are not, you know, totally uh, uh, unexpected. But some of them are also like like what you can do in there is interesting. Yeah, but it does very much feel like, well, this whole time it's been all about finding my son, and now I'm finding my son, and he's like an old man, and he's an asshole, and I gotta take him down, like. I guess I'll take him down, but like, fuck, he's my son. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but, but then that's like a that conflict makes sense to me in that situation. But like, listen, yeah, the there's a lot of of lazy stuff in here.
0: Yeah, um, and it's the only like I feel like so much of the storytelling, other than the main story, is well done. You know, so it kind of. And that's such me a out. classic,
1: like, such a classic, right there. That's because uh, like Liam Neeson can only carry the Fallout Three story so far. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's interesting. That's great, but like you know. And on, you know, don't get
0: me started on the how uninteresting the new Vegas main storyline is.
1: I do think that. Um, and I don't know, maybe I don't know. I do feel like playing Fallout 4 as a mother character makes it makes the conflicts more interesting.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um,
1: like, cause I can't help get the get the thought that like, like as a man, really, I'd be like, well, fuck this shit. My son's yeah. my son's a piece of shit. I'm gonna kill him. Uh, but if I was like. Oh, but I'm... But I'm... But but I'm his mother! Like, that I might... You know...
0: That might change Let's, things a little bit. The movie that had Roy from The Office and Elizabeth Banks, and they had the... Like, the, basically the Superman baby, but he murdered people, and, like, shit like that. Fuck, what was that called? What? He had, like, a creepy red hood, and oh it was like... Oh my
1: god, I think I saw uh, trailers for that movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that, that was kind of the dynamic in that movie, where, you know, eventually... The kid goes apeshit, like, this little girl that he likes, won't well, reciprocate it, he breaks her arm, Jeez. and, like, kills her mother, like, shoots glass in her eyes, knocks her out, kills his uncle, I think, and, like, basically, in the whole, the ending was kind of dumb. It was like, oh, no, there's all these evil super kids, but whatever. And the one of the things in that the dynamic of the movie where he ends up killing more and more people is because the mom, I think she knew, like, they had his, like, little pod spaceship thing and that she could kill him with a piece of his ship or something like that, and she keeps like, no, he's good, there's good in him, I can stop him. And by the time she tries mm. to kill him, it's too late. I think that that dynamic is kind of... It would be... like It kinda, would be that more of that dynamic, I guess. Yeah, totally. Absolutely.
1: I don't uh, know why um,
0: Like I went on that side tangent, but I did.
1: You don't know. That's, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, there is very much some of that, especially in the later parts of this game. But, but I, I do feel like... It's like they knew. It's okay. So like that, if, if you're playing this game from beginning to end, just doing the story stuff, the pacing feels weird. Yep. Okay.
0: Clunky after kill. With, with
1: that said, they know nobody's playing the game like that. And that's how the, that's how it read to me this game read to me as we made this because we know you guys are going to play it more than once. We know that you guys are not going to just go straight through the story. Um, And we know that you guys want to mod the fucking shit out of this game. And so they created a bunch of systems and smashed them together and I think it worked really well. Yeah. Um, And it's not perfect, but um... This is a pretty fucking good game. And I'll tell you what, the leaps, and I do mean leaps, that they made in terms of the shooting and the movement in this so game good. compared to Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas is beyond, beyond an improvement.
0: The And this, yeah, the the way things work weapon wise and break down the customization and the way it affects battling bats um, yeah it was it's like 100% better it's Fucking so much game. more and i don't think it like makes it feel unreal i don't know unrealistic is what i'm looking for but like there's that complaint where silent hill you go from being like you know, just someone trying to survive and struggling to fight monsters, and you eventually get to the game where you're you're straight up just a military dude and you kick ass, and, you know, that took away from a lot of what Silent Hill was. Sure. I think even though your battling is more proficient and you're also technically an ex-military guy, I don't think it takes away from being your character or being the the sole survivor. Agreed, agreed.
1: And, and I will also say that... Um... Uh, because there's so many new enemy variants that come out as you level, um, you'll encounter new stuff and be like, and it, and they get a little bullet spongy. Yeah. Um, it can. Uh, I will say that one of my favorite mods for this game, which, um, really, you want to amp things the fuck up. Holy shit. This mod, it's a realistic weapons mod. Basically, like, it adds in a whole bunch of, like, modern firearms, but it also, like, scales their damage in a way that, like, is very realistic. Um, in an almost in a frustrating way. Where, like, you'll be, like, you'll, like, see some enemies and you'll get in a firefight with them, and, like, all it takes is, like, one stray bullet hitting you and, like, you're fucking down. Um, Which,
0: yeah, it's typically how humans actually work. Just yeah, I know, exactly. Normal. So
1: it adds a lot of weight to, like, every little, um, like, skirmish. And, like, it makes you sort of think about maybe avoiding things. And, like, it's great because you can also use the weapons, but it means that they spawn in, in enemy hands also.
0: Yeah. That's actually a pretty interesting mod.
1: Yeah. Modern firearms. Highly recommend it. It's also, it's also tough. The other, the other big mod that I recommend... And I think both of these are on the actual mod menu, so you should be able to get them pretty easily. The other one is—I um, don't remember what it's called exactly. I think it's just called like um, Re- "regrow the Commonwealth," and it's basically it makes it makes it so that all like it's everything is green and lush. Like, nature has taken over the... It's not, like, dead trees everywhere. It's all, like, lush, vibrant landscape. And it adds, like, a lot of color to the game. But that's, like, a... I think that that's more, like, a... uh, Like, an aesthetic choice that you're making. Like, you're like, am I gonna go full... Like, this feels like a full wasteland? Or are we gonna go more, like... With Horizon Zero Dawn, where it's like, you know, like, nature
0: has reclaimed the land. Not Event Horizon, which is the blood orgy movie. <laughs> listen,
1: listen. <laughs> a lot of things other than a blood orgy happen in Event Horizon, but... It uh, is nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't I you want to
1: know what happens when you go past the Event Horizon of a black hole?
0: Uh, not after that movie.
1: I think it's called Spaghettification. Because each particle in your body starts to move at an accelerated rate than the particle next to it because of the way the black holes work. And you're essentially stretched out into a single line of oh. particles uh, uh, infinitely... Yeah, sounds great.
0: So, so, <laughs> side tangent, uh, or sidebar... Uh, I love space and super used to be super interested in it, and Same. then like the more I learned about it and how like insignificant we are as in our, our existence, it, it gave me like existential crisis, and I kind of had to quit. I had to quit studying space because it's like I'm going to, you know, destroy myself mentally <laughs> if I keep learning I about totally this get shit.
1: That. the scale of things.
0: Oh, scale oh, oh, things. now I, I figured a way to shoehorn Kingdom Hearts in, and that. Kind of fits in with Kingdom Hearts because you know, the whole thing with hearts in that game, you don't know like how much of it's you, how much it, it could be someone else's heart. Like are you reincarnated? Kingdom Hearts Three is a great game and people should play it. I love it. So it's just like just like Fallout Four too, people fucking bitched and moaned because they waited you know a long time to get it, and even though it was good and it, that game looks fucking beautiful, all they did was bitch. And then you know the people who work on the game don't really feel like making another one anytime soon because all you did was fucking bitch about it, even though it wasn't bad. Jesus oh, Christ, boy. I hate fan bases so yeah, fucking Yeah, yeah,
1: it's the worst. Uh, we're we're in a terrible business here talking about video games. <laughs> this is, this um, is no good for anybody.
0: Yeah, I I, I I going wrong. I'm not innocent when it comes to gatekeeping. I have I have my moments, uh, um, and I try to be better about it. The one one of the few ones I won't drop. <gasps> Fall back on is uh, it boneless, boneless wings are not actually wings; they're nuggets. Don't call them wings. I just that that is one hill I will die on in terms of gatekeeping. They're nuggets; they're not wings. Agree or disagree? I mean, it was I was pretty clearly shut down
1: on Twitter about it. Yeah, that's right. With like pretty strong evidence that I was totally fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, with that said. I um if you can eat meat without bones fucking do it
0: it's okay so someone who uh god i'm in my 30s so uh i I can't enjoy ice cream anymore without getting a tummy ache it fucking sucks uh and when it comes to wings i can't eat boneless wings or aka saucy nugs um anymore because the breading eventually will make because when i eat wings i eat at least 20 like, like right, I ain't doing that. Right, right, like six... but like
1: the breading is no different than like regular wing
0: breading. You don't get you don't get breading on regular wings. It's just the meat, typically. And all right, you know, all right,
1: that's true.
0: And you know, you just coat it in sauce. All right, all right. That doesn't make me sick. And as somebody who has like all these fucking gluten and lactose issues because I'm getting <sighs> fucking old, you know, and man, like, I think I had them my whole man. life when I was young. I was just like, you know, you shit it out, you power through it, you move on with your day. But when you get in your thirties. Yep. It fucking hurts.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not looking to cause myself that kind of pain anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I fucking like, I can't eat pasta anymore, man. And like pasta? we're poor and have lots of kids, so pasta is a like, pretty pretty oh, you know no. one of one of the main meals. So, like everyone's eating, I'm like yeah, I'll rice sit here with my PB and J while you guys eat. Oh, my God, I fucking That's too ugh, bad miss man. pasta so much. And like we used to go to Olive Garden all the time because it's endless oh, pasta. Oh no. And, like, I can't do that. I'm just like, I guess I'll have the fucking sound. Sal- I can't eat the breadsticks, man. Getting <laughs> like, old is fun- the fucking worst. It is the fucking worst. I do not recommend it. Um, before we wrap it up, though, we <laughs> should talk about the Indians. Um, yeah. Um, none of so, them are really satisfying, in my opinion. So,
1: my most, and this is, this is I'll, I'll tell anybody this, because you're absolutely right. The only ending that is worth a damn in this game is the uh, Minutemen ending, which is an optional ending.
0: Yep, it's not even one of the three canon ones, right? It's,
1: like, basically it's, like, Minutemen plus the Railroad. Just do the Railroad stuff, whatever, okay? Um, But do it while you're all about the, the Minutemen. And then you get all the satisfying, like... Like, Preston and his crew uh, are rebuilding the Commonwealth uh, in that ending. And, and and fuck the railroad stuff, and fuck the Institute, and uh, fuck the Brotherhood. Yep. This game, uh, this game is about the journey. Okay.
0: And also, there's the... Can't you just nuke everything, too, right? That's not part of the...
1: Well, you can destroy the Institute. Yes. I think the Institute should be destroyed. That's probably true. Um, but if
0: you want the the Minutemen one, technically all three uh, things coexist, correct? Yeah. That, that's how it is, yeah.
1: Yes, there is. So, so it's not strictly like the other ones where it's like one or the other or the other or the other. It's mostly like either you're doing the Institute or you're doing Minutemen plus Railroad or you're doing the Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Or, or you're doing just the Railroad. Because the, as, if I recall correctly, the, both the Institute and the Brotherhood have quests where they're like, this new, this new upstart of Minutemen is a problem and you need to go take care of them.
0: Yes, um, so there are technically variations on it, each ending, um, and they kind of complement that, um, for the Minutemen one that we both agreed was the best is basically all everybody coexists. The Minutemen, Railroad, Brotherhoods uh, coexist. Um, and then the, uh, there's also if you just want to look up online, uh, anybody's gonna play through it, you can look up which missions and how to do them, and make sure that happens. There's also one where the Minutemen and the Railroad become enemies. Um, should the player not trigger the uh, evacuation signal before destroying the Institute, and then speak to um, I can't say her name. Mesda? Oh, uh, Desdemona. Desdemona, thank you. The railroad will become hostile to the player character. There are claims that the player character can get uh, tactile thinking if the brothers still still exist and they didn't get that suppressor. So basically, like if you don't trigger the thing, to get them out. Uh, they get pissy about it and they to you Which
1: is, <sighs> yeah, that's like
0: yeah, that's not enough. For you that for type it, of they, they interaction
1: is stupid to me at that level of the game. Yep. Like I what? Agree. What? Like, like, yeah. No. I. I. I.
0: You can also destroy the Brotherhood of Steel as a Minuteman. Should the player become hostile with the Brotherhood of Steel, uh, be it before, after the end of the main quest, they can destroy um, the uh, airship with artillery. Yep. And then fighting off the retaliation force, which I I kind of like that also in a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, I love the building Steel. the art- artillery. And then the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, you can ally with the Minutemen, um, with the Brotherhood's new central, cent- Sentinel being nothing other than the Minutemen general. The two factions are technically an alliance, or the Brotherhood still gets betrayed and destroys the Minutemen. Should the player character become hostile to the Brotherhood after the main quest is completed, the player character can ask the Minutemen to help destroy the Brotherhood, just like the Minutemen any, but that you can lose, uh, basically. Man. And for the Institute ones, the uh, Institute and Minutemen have questionable relations. Um, you can do that. That sounds sexier than a minute, too.
1: No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's exactly as sexy as you meant to say it.
0: The Institute and the Minutemen become allied, although it does not have direct effects in the game world. The player character can tell the Minutemen they are now allied with the Institute during the quest pinned. So, like, with the variations of the Institute, it all comes down to the quest that called pinned. Um, also, with the Institute... Having questionable relations with the Minutemen that's where during that one uh you fail to convince the Minutemen to stand down and then they'll be forced to kill them uh right and then the public occurrence spreads pro-institute articles the formerly anti-institute newspaper releases a pro-institute article and the player's character sides with the institute and has a high uh you can only do this if you have a high affinity with Piper. Basically, you can influence the press to. Uh,
1: that's see, me. like that's really cool. That yeah. is cool.
0: But I don't think those are spelled out enough for people to really uh, like, get them, well, which is kind of a bummer. You well, know? and
1: that is definitely something that I that they that is a choice that they made. That and that is a I thing I, a choice that they made. And there's a bunch of those in this game. Like, they don't tell you, the game does not tell you anything about the custom vendors that you need uh, level 4 shops to, they don't tell you at all that they even exist in the game. You can just stumble across them, and if you have a level 4 shop, you can, there's a dialogue option to ask them to, like, move to your place and work there. If you don't, Which plenty of people might not have those level shops when encountering these people for the first time. That's it then. Yep. You missed your chance. Like and that and so I like I like that the game includes stuff like that where it's like like I feel like I could play Fallout Four right now and there's despite having a thousand hours already and I might stumble across something different <laughs> or new in this playthrough
0: right and i you know we've talked about bethesda and uh todd howard kind of being their own memes but there is there is a certain magic to these games yeah. and uh unfortunately and we'll get to it when we talk 76 <laughs> um like you know i i just want to put a small thing in there like I do think they put a lot more thought into these games than the people will you know, credit. One like just like the the terminal stories and stuff like that. They don't they don't have to do that stuff and they do and it has a there's a lot of compelling stories in those terminals. Mm-hmm. But like for seventy six, all the the like big unique creatures are all based off of either actual uh actual things that exist. Like the giant sloths, uh, skeleton things have been found to have existed in that uh, part of the country you know millions of years ago or however long uh also like the aliens are based off of a, uh you know uh occurrence the mothman obviously that being a huge area so great and, you know there's so like there's always love and charm i think put in these games yeah. that people aren't willing to admit and like just, you know it's just it'd be happy it's a fun game enjoy it, Correct. it just because you might really have a good time with Fallout 4 doesn't mean that you have to like New Vegas any less than what you do. <laughs>
1: this, this is specifically for your New Vegas fans out yeah, there. I, just,
0: I fucking hate New Vegas fans. They're just absolute fucking <laughs> worse. They ruin everything. I love New Vegas and I hate myself for it. <laughs> good. Now you understand. Uh, so before we wrap it up, any other things about Fallout 4 that we missed? I feel like... You know even though we're over two hours now uh, of this episode and I still feel like honestly you and I could probably go for another couple of yeah, hours yeah the the this game.
1: the and we haven't we didn't talk much about it at all but the <laughs> which is insane <laughs> but the side content the side quests um, are are just really perfectly constructed in this game and there's so many and there's so much. Um, and there's so so many good stories to tell, large and small. So that's that's really the last thing I have to say.
0: Uh, and if you're thinking about it, they said the the next few games won't be exclusive. But you know, I did an episode about it with Sam from the Funny Papers. But uh, Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft. So if you're gonna want to keep playing Fallout and. Uh, Elder Scrolls games in the future, you're probably going to need to own an Xbox.
1: Nah, no way. No way, man. That should will be on Game Pass, or we'll get PC releases alongside.
0: It will, but I mean, to be fair, not a lot of people own gaming PCs. I, The only reason I own a gaming PC is because when I, we got that first and pro- maybe only stimulus check, I was like, you know what? Yeah, right. This is. I was like, we're gonna fuck it, I'm buying something I've always wanted, but never been able to afford it. There you go. you bought one.
1: Uh, there you go. Yeah, but I think that because the infra- the 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 structure of like Windows compared to <clears throat> what they're working with in Xboxes is so similar uh, that I think that the porting between is pretty easy.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I've noticed that with Game Pass, and it's awesome. Game, also, Pass, Game is Pass, the fucking is hard future, to be... dude. Yeah, it's it, future. I, I, I. Uh, I mean, there wasn't really ever probably going to be a debate for me between PS5 and Xbox just because I am just more comfortable with things with Xbox. But Game Pass has been a godsend. Because, you know, people I play games with, we're all, we have kids and we're Uh poor. And, like, it's a lot of money to invest in video games. And, you know, and also I find the time in a game we all like and you can't rent really games anymore. Like, fuck Gamefly. Uh, like, just not a lot of family videos exist. I think all the ones, because of the pandemic, have finally closed down around where I live. Ours turned into a weed shop. I mean, that's not bad, though. No,
1: it's not. It's, not a, good, yeah. it's a good transition. <laughs> at least it's not, like, uh, another, you know like, who, predatory loan building You know who needs a family video around here? Nobody. I, I like to go
0: in there. I, I, you that's know, what all then, my
1: friends say, too. They're like, we miss video shops. I'm like,
0: what? Yeah, it's like going looking at movies oh, and movies shit. Like, crazy? that's like... <laughs> Finding some of the shit you can't find on, you know, Netflix, and like just letting my kids like pick out random movies just because they like the cover box—that was fun.
1: Oh uh, yeah, see now that I I totally get.
0: So, <laughs> random again sidebar, but they're there where I my where I used to live a few years ago, there was three family videos within a reasonable driving distance. I went to the farthest away one of the three and got, uh, the Jurassic Park game that was, like, one of the Telltale games. I didn't realize it, and it fucking sucked, and I hated it. Like, oh, it's no. It's Jurassic Park property, like, make it good. And it fucking sucked, like, oh, I get to press A and move over here and try to get this shaving cream bottle, like, I'm fucking... But I was so pissed, I just forgot I even had it, and didn't take it back for, like, months. <laughs> and when I went to go rent something from there, again, they're like, okay, well, you have a $70, like, surplus, like, like late charge, I mean, uh, and you need to pay this for your rent. I'm like, I have 70 bucks, which I, I truly didn't either at the time. And I left, and eventually that, that one just closed down. So I'm like, I hope that means my debt's just wiped out No, because you <laughs> it's not there anymore. Free
1: Jurassic Park. Hey, look at that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I did give the game back, so it's not like I, I profited off a tr- it. Aw, man! Right. I'm, I didn't even want to own it, though. It was, it was so shitty. Like, right. I remember, even those, like, I think it was on Sega... Uh, the Super Nintendo oh, like, the little the, game the back Genesis? in the day. the yeah, Genesis Jurassic Park uh,
1: game was very hard. It's super hard. Oh my God, I had so much fun playing that game. Dude, That's for another like... episode. We yep, can't. Yep. We can't listen. We start bringing up Jurassic Park video games. We're gonna be in trouble here.
0: Yeah. Uh, God, there should be. There. I wish there was good ones. There needs to be. Like, you know what? Uh, uh, Operation Genesis uh, is pretty good, and the one that was on Xbox was good. I don't remember what that one was called. No, that was Genesis. I think the new one's Evolution. It's just still pretty yeah. good. It's on Game Pass, I think. Or was Games with Gold. Anyway, we have been talking to Fallout 4 for a very long time. And we both are getting... Or at least, I, I assume, I'm getting quite sleepy. We should probably... Uh, go ahead wrap this up. Uh, again... I am so excited that we got to do this again. You're always a blast to talk to you about anything. Thank you for having but me But especially we can uh, shake our fist angrily at the Super GG Raider guys who do not appreciate this series like it deserves. They
1: really, you know what,
0: yeah. They're very anti. Anytime I bring it up, they're just like, mm, well. We're well, and they, kinda...
1: they'll say the same. None of them. Are... Yeah.
0: Yep. 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 Get an original argument, guys. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Bioshock is so good.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, those guys are good um <laughs> uh, so like this give this if you haven't played a fallout game 4 is probably the easiest to jump into honestly because it's it's pretty player friendly in terms of combat smoothest, and dialogue it's gonna look
1: and feel the best that's for yes
0: sure. yes work your way backwards probably yeah. if you're gonna play fallout uh so with that being said anything to plug before we go
1: no um You know, Friday nights, I'm on Super Gigi Radio, streaming on Twitch um, at 8 p.m., and I had been doing Cyberpunk, but they've really taken a nosedive uh, (laughs) lately, so I think I'm going to cool off on streaming that on Friday. So, uh, I think I'm going to be doing a lot of Skater XL. I recently got that, and um, I'm fucking deep in it right now. Kickflips and... Nollie heel flips and all kinds of good stuff happening. It's so mellow, so I expect that Outer Kevin presents on Friday nights will be a pretty chill affair for the the coming future. But that's pretty much it for me.
0: I I hope one day you go you go back uh, to the Metal Gear Solid. Well, um, if anybody because ha- you Super GG archives all uh, their streams it's all on
1: YouTube. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, if you want to have a, that's how like we kind of became friends and I got to know you was. Metal, watching those solid. streams and commenting,
1: Ugh, and my God, it was a lot. 18 months. It man. was
0: your reaction to the absurdness of like the writing for those games was an absolute like treat. I I had so much fun. Those. I'm
1: I'm glad. I'm very. I'm really happy about that. The the I, it was. I like to hear that it was not all for nothing.
0: <laughs> and I didn't. I missed the last one because I, I didn't realize you were doing it um, that day. And oh I did my man, it's stream like four hours
1: it. long. I'm, I think I'm like half drunk for it. I, I don't remember. I, I guarantee it's on YouTube. So so yeah. look for that. The finale. I'm sure um, is really just ridiculous. Really ridiculous. You guys, everybody should go check that out. Actually, um, and then yeah, that's that's basically it for me. Um, but thanks for having me on again, and we'll we'll get together again to talk about Fallout seventy six and and uh, the issues the issues and benefits there, and
0: and the the bags being made out of the wrong materials. Woof, woof Bethesda. <laughs> um, arguably the game that made them sell, uh, rumored to be. Oh yeah. Because of the financial hit they took on it. Yeah, but I believe that. With all that being said, uh, for damage boost. I have Twitter, Damage uh Pod, TikTok, which please follow um, because I I am cool like the youth and I post TikToks. Uh, John from ATH and Demon Days has been making awesome, really neat clips of from the podcast up for me to upload to TikTok and uh, Damage Truth Podcast at Instagram, I think as well and yeah download episodes uh, oh and twitch damage whose podcast on twitch uh please subscribe um i love streaming and the more support i get the more uh get that snowball rolling the, the more i can do it so, oh yeah so uh with that all being said again thank you for coming on yeah uh, and thank time. you for having me all right everybody be good people G-G.